In the heart of Vedalis, where the mountains kiss the sky and the will of the ancients lingers in the wind, lies the city of Middenhold. Carved into the very bosom of the mountain, Middenhold is a city rich with history, both ancient and new. At the city's base, sprawled the Lower Hollow, a bustling residential district of wooden and stone structures, home to the hard-working folk who toiled in the fields and served as the backbone of the city. There, amidst the labyrinthine alleys, farmers and laborers found refuge in humble abodes. Atop the Lower Hollow stood the Diazama, a realm of craftsmanship and commerce. In its heart lay the Crown Exchange, an open hall carved deep into the base of the mountain. Here, artisans, merchants, and craftsmen converge, engaged in fervent trade, displaying their wares in a kaleidoscope of scents and colors. And above, wrapped in the mountain's embrace, stood the Acropolis, a district of grandeur where both nobility and clergy resided. Ornate structures, ancient and new, adorned this elevated haven, culminating in the Emerald Bastion, the central castle and residence of King War-Eye. Yet what seized the gaze from afar were the monumental doors etched into the very essence of the mountain. Massive and foreboding, these doors remain eternally sealed, a silent sentinel behind the city with the towering mountains looming beyond. Here, a mysterious sanctum, the sanctum of the triad, guarded secrets known only to the clergy who dwelled within. I'm gonna turn off the music for a second. It's like too hype for what the fuck I'm saying. It's not matching the energy at all. And I've been trying to fight through it. And low key, I can't do it. Low key, I, mean, I can't do it. At first, it was it was great. It was yeah. it was good. Like a strong start. Strong start for like five seconds. And then I was like, oh, the tone. <laughs> so we're just going to not have music for a second. Um, okay. <clears throat> anyways. Um... Here, a mysterious sanctum, the sanctum of the triad, guarded secrets known only to the clergy who dwelled within. It is here that we begin our tale, in one of Middenhold's more recent institutions. Amidst the merchant estates and lordly manors of the Acropolis stood the peak of a massive keep, whose only rival in scale is the Emerald Bastion. The Rift Keeper's Guild, braced against the mountainside, resembled a capital T at a distance, but from below more closely resembled an upright hammer. The body of this structure descended down the western edge of the Crown Exchange, as far down as the lower hollow, making it the tallest structure in the city. Though difficult to see below, the head of this structure was built to accommodate a port for the many skyships that arrive from all across Ad Astra. One such ship is currently in the process of docking, its massive sunsails tucked against its side like a diving hawk. And standing before this massive structure, leather pack tucked under his arm, stands an odd-looking halfling. Belbrix, would you care to describe your character? Hi. Hey. Yeah. Uh, I'm a halfling. Uh, quite short. Got so, I've got long, uh, dark hair with golden eyes. Uh, and I have my hair slightly, uh, in a braid, um, just pulled out of my face. 
I've got some, I've got a flower tucked behind my left ear and I have a golden tree medallion that I wear around my neck. Uh, standing before you, Belbrix, um, is the massive structure that you have traveled probably about a week and a half, almost two weeks to get here. It was quite the long journey. Um, what do you do? You just um, arrived. Long journey. Standing before you is your destination. Can I, can I find, like, a bench to, like, sit down on and yeah, meditate sure. a little um, bit? Sure, roll the perception check. 12. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's perfectly fine. So you actually do see um, there is sort of uh, there's kind of like a half circle, a uh, small square with some small little uh, islands of greenery that are before the entrance to uh, the Riftkeeper's Guild. And you do see that there's a bench on uh, the inside of where uh, sort of this grassy area is. Um, yes, you take a seat. You're going to meditate. Cool. Do you, are you meditating for... Just to calm your nerves, basically. Yeah, just calm my nerves. All right, all right. Just a short minute. As you're sitting there, you don't notice anything at first, but you do hear right next to you. <laughs> do you do you do anything? I'd like to open my eyes and take a look around. What do I investigate? What do I hear? Okay, um, uh, Rosie, can you care to describe your character, please? Yeah, uh, I am a tabaxi rogue, uh, but I have dark fur, uh, bright yellow eyes, uh, long braided hair with a tail, and if you pull my tail, I will punch you. Yep, okay. Don't touch the tail. No, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. Uh... But I, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you just approached, um, you noticed, uh, you saw, um, an odd-looking odd halfling. Not, not like the other halflings you've seen before. This halfling seems a lot more earthy, crunchy. <laughs> and, you know, being, being a curious cat, um, you are also here as an application for the Rift Keepers Guild. Um, but Belpix catches your eye for some reason. You plop yourself right down next to him. Hi. Uh, <laughs> you just start laughing hysterically. I do. <laughs> We're a little delirious from the travel, to be honest. <laughs> just been wandering. No, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are How are you? I'm well. I I saw you pop down after you got off the ship. Are you okay? Yeah, you know, I just, I, I needed, uh, to sit down for a second, um, I'm not really, yeah, just catching a breather, um, kind of centering myself to the earth a little bit. I'm a druid, so of course I need to center myself every once in a while. Understandable. Uh, what, what brings you here? Are you, I got a letter from an old friend. Oh wow, I also got a letter. Oh. Interesting. Well, if you'd like a partner, we could go inside together and see if we find... I'm looking for this person, uh, Carrick. Guildmaster Carrick, yes. yes. Um, oh, yes. So, uh, you would know him as Alfaza. 
Yes. Uh, so Alfaza um, left uh, quite, quite quite a long time ago. Um, when you were probably a child, maybe like seven, eight years old. But Alfaza was um, so, sort of a, a street urchin like you, but um, slightly older. Um, probably was like a late teenager um, when you uh, first met them. But um, they were they left. Yeah, probably around when you were eight years old. They received an invitation to take on the uh, role of guildmaster, and it was a uh, quite a somber deal. Um, yeah. If if you'd like to go in together, um, it sounds like we're here for very similar things to meet the same person. So, I'd much I'd much love the company. Absolutely. Uh, I get up. I offer you my hand. Uh, or my paw. I think I would. I would readily take take your paw and smile and and go along with you. Just don't touch the tail, please. Nope. I I have I come from a a place where I have a lot of beast friends, so I understand basic boundaries. Thank you. <laughs> Lovely. So you, you two are just walking in hand in hand. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. They're just besties from day one, right from the jump. I love it. It's a um, school. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh my god. Um so you uh so you both uh you both step up uh the the stairs and you um you enter as you step inside, um the first thing you notice is that it is a lot bigger on the inside than it looks like it should be on the outside. So yeah, you step in and you see there is um, this massive uh, entrance hall, this foyer, and you can see that there is a, uh, directly across from you, there is a desk where sits a, sits a dwarven woman, orange hair. Um, she's got uh, goggles on her forehead, but she looks, she looks clean, she doesn't look dirty. But uh, she is uh, behind the counter. You can see, you know, just a, sort of a, above her shoulders. You can see that she does have a pauldron on one uh, on one shoulder. Um, the other thing you notice is very busy in here. There are a lot of uh, people walking in and out, um, and you can see that there are individuals moving um, behind the wall that the desk is against. Um, behind it, you can see uh, that there's some sort of some sort of alcove that sort of curves around behind um, that wall. Uh, it's like an open area. And uh, yeah, do you, do you just approach straight to the desk? Uh, yeah, I think I am generally used to weaving through crowds quite easily. Um, uh, Ebony, I, I don't know if, if, you, if you match my speed or not. I probably do. Okay. I've, I've learned my way around the crowd. Fair. So yeah, because Bel Belrix yeah. is also... Uh, a little slower by virtue of you having small legs. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but you both can absolutely definitely maneuver through the crowd um, and, uh, you know, make your way up to uh, that front desk. When I get up to the front desk, can I, like, stand on my tiptoes and peek over the desk because I'm short? Sure. <laughs> As you do so, um, the, uh, the dwarven woman that's at the desk... Um, she's sort of looking up and around, and then she sees, like, the tip of your head peek over, and she, uh, gets up, and you, you notice that she's standing, um, and she's, uh, she leans over the counter to look at you. She's like, oi, hello, can I help you? Hi, yeah, 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 um, 
me and my friend here, we're both here to speak with Goldmaster Carrick. Oh, oh, are you, are you here for the initiation ceremony? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, that's wonderful. You made it just in time. Um, the initiation ceremony is in about, uh, I want to say 10 or 15 minutes. But you've got plenty of time. Um, I'm not sure how much food is left um, in the dining hall exactly. Um, you know, we have been we've been uh, quite quite a big turnout this year, actually. So welcome, welcome, thank you. Um, actually, there is a, a bit of paperwork um, before we can go ahead and check you in. Um, and you see, she reaches underneath uh, the desk and she pulls out just this like uh, two clipboards, basically, like you would get at a doctor's office, essentially. <laughs> but it's sort of uh, a little bit more like art artisanal. Um, and it's designed, it's more like a, like a loose gold clip and then like a wooden, a wooden tablet. And, uh, she hands both of these to you and she goes, oh, all right then, um, so, uh, the, these, uh, are basically just, uh, information about, um, sort of your, your background, who you are, your skills. Um, it should only take about five minutes, um, but once you've, once you've gone ahead and done that, you can, um, you can just bring them up to me and then, uh, I'll go ahead and get you checked in. There is, uh, right behind you, there's some seats if you'd like to uh, sit while you fill this out. Um, and she um, snaps her fingers, and in your hands appears um, two quills with uh, sort of like a stem attached that just like poof, appear in your hand. Uh, cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ebony, would you like to take a seat? Yes. Thank you. I'm You're so welcome. <laughs> oh, um, I'm so sorry. Um, I, d I didn't introduce myself. Um, I'm, I'm the steward here. Um, Murray Maker. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you too. Sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, my name is Belbrix Tealeaf. Ooh, nice name. Love it. Thank I do you. enjoy some tea myself. I do, I How do about as you? well. My name is Ebony. Nice to meet you both. Belbrix, Ebony, nice to meet you. Thank you. We'll be oh, back in a well. few minutes. Wonderful. I'll be here. Uh, so you both, uh, you turn around to. Um, uh, you know, find a place to sit in uh, this, like, kind of center waiting area where there's some lounges. You get the sense that, um, this, uh, this, like, this sort of operates as, like, a, uh, like a front face for the Rift Keepers, um, for people that are coming in to, uh, use their services and request their services. Um, and that's part of why it's busy as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, don't really know if it's like any more any busier than usual, but this mm -hmm. does appear to be like a multi-use uh, hall. Um, gotcha. But as you go down to sit, um, you see uh, on the one end there is a uh, actually yeah um, there's there's only one person that's sitting um, currently uh, as you approach. Jamie, would you like to introduce your character? Oh, I'm sorry, Gallert. Would you Excuse like to introduce me, your uh, character? Who's, who's Jamie and Gallant? There's no Jamie here, I'm so sorry. Oh, he's Gallant. Gallant. I'm a high elf gravitory wizard. I've never said that in my accent yet. <gasps> gravitory wizard. And I am from... I don't even know where I'm from, actually. Oh. <laughs> yes, you do! <laughs> um, you are from... <laughs> You're from I'll the tell you place. right now. Right, I'll tell you right you. now. We didn't get a chance to go in depth with your background. That's okay. I totally um, forgot to get my background open. No worries. That's all right. Um. So, uh, you, um, you are from Ilos, 
Eyelash is um, essentially it is a one of the it is the principal um, city of the High Elves that is located um in what the fuck did I name this continent? Ilium. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, Eyelash is a uh, in, you would know this. Um, nobody else would of know course. this necessarily. Yes. I, some, some of you might know actually. Um, but Alos uh, is a very highly advanced magical city. Um, it is a majocracy, um, primarily run by the uh, highest uh, magical practitioners, um, and the uh, families of, of them basically become nobility. Um, you belong to the Darendor family, which is an established um, established noble uh, family of mages. Um, your father, um, an accomplished researcher. Your mother as well, actually, a accomplished arcanist. Basically, works as uh, one of the manufacturers for the many uh, sort of uh, weaponry and um, defense systems that the city has in place. And who are you two? What are you doing here? Well, you don't recognize me. It's really been that long. Uh, we grew up together, uh, Ebony. This is. Um... It's your displeasure to meet uh, Sir Gallert. Um, it's not the best person ever, but... Ilfrix, what are you doing here? Oh, you know, I'm, I got a, a letter, like, seemingly you did as well, unfortunately. I'm surprised your, your little legs have gotten you so far. What's wow. it, a week? Two, maybe? That's hmm. a great, great short joke. Can't get enough of that. Um, anyway... Um, Ebony, do you want to sit over there, actually, maybe? Sure. That sounds good. It was okay. lovely to, I guess, meet you, Sir Gallup. Of course, of course, the pleasure is mine. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So y'all sit opposite <laughs> each other, basically, just avoiding each other. <laughs> Side-eyeing each other every now and then as you're, like, filling out the paperwork. Okay. Cool. So, uh, so yeah, you know, five minutes go by. Um, Jamie, you finish uh, before them because you were already sitting. Um, so you get up and you you bring up your you bring up your sheet. Um, and uh, as you bring it up, uh, the uh, Merrymaker. Um, does she have? Did I give her a fucking title? I Captain Merrybringer. Um, so uh, Captain Merrybringer um, addresses you as you approach. Hello, Gallert. Um, you uh, managed to finish out your sheet. You ready to go? Yeah, I don't know. Don't really see why else is necessary. See, Carrick, he was a good old family friend. I don't know what all this pomp and circumstance is about, but if I could see him oh. as soon as possible. Oh, um, oh, well, um, yeah, everyone's going to get the opportunity to be able to see uh, Guildmaster Carrick very shortly. Um, we've oh, Rick's like gives off like a smart. <laughs> Um, roll, uh, roll a perception check, uh, Gallard. <laughs> 19, you hear the snort. You hear the snort right behind you. You know it's Belbrix. You knew immediately that it's Belbrix. I'm gonna, can I look over and just give him the side eye, the stink eye? You can give him, yeah, you can, you can give him the stink eye, that's fine. Um... All right. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, so then uh, 
Captain uh, Merrimerger continues. Um, she goes, all right, so um, we've got about 10 minutes till the initiation ceremony begins. Um, go ahead and make yourself comfortable, just right around the bend, um, right behind me. Um, there, uh, there'll be a big old circle in the floor. You just got to go ahead and walk right into it. Um, might feel a little weird at first. You'll get used to it. Sorry, I had said that in my mind there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess, um, I mean, you know, I'm a gravitry wizard, so, you know, I'm used to a lot here. Um, That's be amazing! Too bad. What's right, that? Right? It means I can, um, mess around with gravity and I know a lot of spells and oh, stuff. Oh, gravity! What's mm -hmm. gravity? Uh, you know, you know, you know what? I, I have an <laughs> apple in my hand, and I just drop it on her. Oh, right. You know, yeah. Normally things go down. Sometimes they go up. But yeah, okay. Yep. Is that that's called gravity? It is. Yes. Yes, it is. Things go down. Yes, and they don't come so, up. Do you, Do you study? Do you study things like falling? Like, are you... Um. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess things falling, things not falling, why they don't fall, kind of that kind interesting. of interesting. Interesting. You have you always got very particular interests. I love it. I love it. You know, you get all enrich the world. You know, pick it very specific. I get it as a dwarf. I get it. You know, um, so I, I appreciate hearing from another you... uh, expert in the field. Interested in digging like holes and stuff. Not, uh, I mean, I'm sure some dwarves like to dig holes. There are definitely plenty of dwarves that, uh, sort of mine resources. Um, I'm more of a craftswoman myself. Like but shovels and stuff. Uh, For no. the digging. More, more like, um, more like this. And she claps her finger, claps her hands, and, uh, you see these constructs, um, approach from behind, uh, her desk. Um, you see these, these constructs that were basically just like, like just the height of the desk. So there were, um, you, you might've been able to see the top of them as like a high elf, but, um, you wouldn't necessarily like know what they were. You just see these like little robots that look like Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank or Clank, whichever the robot is. Um, <laughs> but they're made of like brass and bronze and, and you see just like six of them, three on either side, just sort of and they just like sort of march around she's like oh i uh i, I build things i uh i make uh I make all sorts of you know magical items robots um all sorts of uh weaponry uh i actually designed this entire building <laughs> uh, but thank you for asking no. um but go on then uh, you're in the end of time. You've only got about eight minutes. And actually, uh, by the time this conversation is finished, you guys are, are, are basically been bringing up your sheets right behind. Cool. Um, all right, next. Yes, lovely. Um, uh, oh, uh, was it Bill Bricks, Ebony? Yes. Hi. Hi. Oh, wonderful. Um, all right, let me take a look here. She takes both your both your sheets and she sort of goes through them. Alright, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Oh, okay, alright. It says here, you're a druid. Yes. Nope. Yep. Not many halfling druids. It's quite fascinating. Where'd you say you're from? Uh, I, I'm from The Verge. Um. You're from The Verge? Yeah. Oh, we don't get a lot of you out here. Nope. I'm sure you don't. 
Um, yeah, so little little nervous, but you know, first and only time Ooh, outside. You'll do fine. Thank you. You'll do fine. You'll do fine. Welcome to the world. Welcome to the world, indeed. Appreciate um, it. Love it. And uh, and and uh, and you, where 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 do you hail from? Uh, a clan in the land of Taraz. I don't know if you would be yeah, familiar. Yeah, Taraz. Yeah, it would be Taraz. Specifically, Silmarage is where you're from. Mirage. Silmarage. Yes. Oh, I heard it's beautiful there. That's wonderful. Okay, um, you two are going to make yourselves quite at home. Um, just go round the corner, right behind this wall. Um, there's a big old circle on the floor. You just walk right into it. You'll be fine. Just walk right in. Okay. Totally normal. Thank you. Uh, we we shuffle, um, shuffle through. Or I shuffle through. Sorry. That means right, so you all thing. go around. You start walking um, Gallert, you would have gone around uh, the, the, the back already and, and would have already gone up. Um, so what you all see when you get up, um, might I add while, while this is happening, yes, please go portal, for it. I see a bathroom and I book, book for it. I'll be right Are you going to the bathroom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Go for it. Go for it. Um, as you, um, as you walk through, you feel all of a sudden your body become lighter and the scenery around you fade to total whiteness. And then in the instant immediately after, you see the whiteness sort of peel back. And as you step forward, uh, before you is a long, massive dining hall um, where you can see there are, uh, there are trait there are like plates and, uh, like serving trays that are literally like floating up and down the hall, the, the aisleways of the, uh, different like banquet tables. Um, and you can see there's people at like every table, there's eating, they're talking, um, in the back, actually, um, I'll have, um, all three of you roll a perception check. Okay. And Gallard's one. I've returned. Welcome back. Roll a perception check. Nope. Eight. eight. Yeah, eight. Eight. Nine. Got it, nine. Roll high. Twenty-one! Let's go! Nice. Cat's eyes come through. So, um, so, uh, <laughs> I, I will say, um, like, Bellbricks Bell and Gallet, um, Gallet, you're you're not particularly interested in anything that's really going on. You just you just went to the bathroom, so you didn't notice anything on your way through. Um, uh, and Belrix, you're too sort of enamored by like seeing all the different people and all the different faces. So Ebony, you see um, the you get more of like a, a fuller picture of this uh, dining hall. So you can see that there are. Um, tapestries that uh, fall down and these um, tall windows the ceiling is very very high um, you know this is probably about 20 to 30 feet high ceiling um, with these tall windows and in the back of the room um, the the their stairs as, as a platform is sort of at that center back and there's a pedestal up there you see it's some sort of presenting area or like uh, where someone might go to you know give a speech or address the audience in the dining hall um, and then off to the side, you know, you can see an area where uh, servants and um, other people are sort of bringing out food um, that's being prepared in the kitchens. Um, and um, 
Yeah, so, um, do you all, what do you do? Uh, I inform Celebrex and Galant, uh, or Galax. What? Uh, about, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if Galad is with, with you two. Yeah, You're with Bell Bricks, but Galad yeah. is like gone bathroom. Yeah, yeah, I, bathroom. Yeah, I kind of just walk in, or am I still in the bathroom? I mean, you would have come out at this point, but do you think you'd go back to them and like try to associate with them? Probably not. I'm in this yeah. dining hall. It's full of people that are like kind of higher class. I kind of probably Pe feel sort of at home. People from everywhere, actually. From you everywhere? You do see that okay. there, are, uh, there are people from higher classes. There are definitely people that you can tell are, um, you know, there are other, there are other, um, actually, uh, if you rolled a better perception check, um, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you just, you just I see, just kind of see people. people. Do I, um, because my perception check isn't big, do I see, um, What's his face? Carrick? Carrick? Yeah. No. Not see, do I, do I see the, the Do I see the other two? Do I see uh Bill Bricks and Ebony? Anywhere? Uh, probably not with a nine. Fair. I would say you okay. wouldn't catch them. Yeah, yeah. They're just I've... just outside of your sight. Yeah. Okay. Then I... like behind a few people. Then I only tell Bell Bricks. Uh, of what I see, and of the stage, uh, and I say, I wonder, uh, if, uh, Telekirk is back there. Oh, back well, there. One way to find out. Do you want to follow? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. trying to get to the stage area to get a better look to see if there's a back way. Okay. Okay. Um, so you're trying the... to... On the way, can I like snag like a, like a muffin or a piece of bread? <laughs> um, and munch. Yeah, I would say. Do a check. Uh, are you doing this? Are you like, are you like looking for something, or are you just like gonna like walk past and like just just grab like whatever's just grab whatever's on like a plate? All right, uh, roll a sleight of hand check for me. Uh, what? A sleight of hand check. What is that? <laughs> Tw Twenty. 20. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah, you're fine. You just grab it. Yeah, you're just walk. You're just walking past. Yeah, you're walking past, and you grab like a. You grab like a handful of quiche. <laughs> nice. <laughs> As you're walking. Um, okay, so um, so you all are trying to. Uh, so so what are you what are you looking for specifically? Are you trying to see if there's a back to the stage? Uh. Or. Yeah. Like if there's. So. Somewhere... Yeah. Just. Got it. Okay, so um, so you you would be able to see um the the stage is actually um there's no back to it. It actually uh is at the very very back of the room um and right behind the podium there are there are just tall windows that have just these beautiful drapes, red drapes, and then um a banner that goes down the center. So yes, yeah, so you would see that there's not really a back to this necessarily. Okay. There is. Off to the side on the left, you can see there's an area that's that's actually bridges off or like comes off of this room that's facing the podium to the left. Um, and you can see that there's uh, a door where presumably cook, like the kitchen is 
Um, and you can see that there's like a there's like two doors to the right of those that are on the other wall. But no back like, to the gotcha. podium necessarily. I will say from here, um, yeah, just roll a perception check, both of you. Eleven. Natural one. <laughs> Ow. You don't Ouch. see Carrick anywhere. Damn it. <laughs> no. Yeah. What, a, uh, gonna, what does an 11 do? You don't see Carrick, um, but you you do see. I will say with an eleven, you do see that the uh, the seats on the tables are beginning to fill fast. So uh, if you if you're wanting to grab some food before the ceremony starts, now's probably the time to do it. Yeah, I can go for eleven Z's. Um, uh, let's go. <laughs> I'm just I mean, gonna follow you, him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's gonna hold his hand and just be like, alright, I'll lead it. Awesome. Uh, we take, so, a, take a seat towards the front on a, uh, buy some uh, okay. fruit. At the table, um, you do see two, um, two individuals that are sitting, um, next to each other. Um, one has a much more striking appearance than the other. First, um, Cardos, would you mind describing your character? Okay, I'm a tiefling warlock, um, so I have horns on my head. I am wearing a maroon cape, as well as a maroon vest with a red and gold belt around my waist. I have a demon-like tail as well. Nice. Uh, and then uh, <clears throat> cool. right, right next to him, you see Eru. Can you describe your character? Eru's tan. He's got a muscular build. He's short and stout. He's got a shiny paladin armor putting on with, next to his war with a great warhammer to carry. Great axe. Great axe. That's what it was. I totally forgot what I wore. There's a lot of things. Oh, you're good. I'm you're good. You're good. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't remember any of my. You would actually, so. as a as a barbarian, um, you would probably be some type of shirtless. Oh. Well, there because you get you get better armor <laughs> for being unarmored. Like you have higher AC for being unarmored. Well, scratch that. Um, I'm shirtless, and my right peg's got a battle scar from scratches from the war. Bigger mercenary. Nice. Yeah. That's you awesome. seem friendly. What's so next to them? <laughs> <laughs> I just give them a sada and just cautiously approach. <laughs> Hello. Uh, so Can we uh, sit here? What are you lot doing here? Honestly. Uh, place to see. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You cool, please. You cool, me, Cardo's arm wrestle. <clears throat> Sure. Great. <laughs> wins. I will watch. Do we do a roll for strength? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> so yeah, both of you just roll strength checks. Uh, oh. There you go. Damn oh damn. Nice. Wait, did I make so? Uh. Oh no no that was from before. That was from before. Okay, so almost a double. So, um, so yeah, you just see, um, 
you see they both uh, flex. Um, you notice uh, Cardos is uh, <laughs> taller than Eru, but they both do have um, sort of subtle dwarvish features. Um, but Cardos sort of look, looks quite mixed um, for, for sure. Um, with what you don't know, but um, yeah, so you you both just like put your put your hands on the table. Um, assume you're sitting like across from each other or something to do this. So you put your hands on the table and um, grasp, and uh, you can tell that Eru's just pure musculature. His like bicep is probably the size of Cardos's head. Like it's quite, and you just see like as they as they flex, like, and that's not saying that Cardos does that muscle. Like as they both flex, you can see that Cardos definitely has some like lean muscle to his arm. Like he's not weak by any means, but just just arrow just flexes, and then um, like within like maybe five seconds has uh, Cardos's hand like already close, and then just in one swoop just just slams it down <laughs> god damn it <laughs> yeah i just look over grinning that's fucking awesome if only if only you use that strength brother to help me find the group responsible for our mother's death Oh, I'm gonna go, okay. Trauma dumping right from the start! <laughs> oh my god! I've got like a mouthful of like baguette when he said <laughs> If it wasn't for this group, our parents would be alive. <laughs> I'm like coughing. <laughs> I just like, I just put my foot down and I look at them and I'm like, are you okay? No. I don't want to talk about anything right now. Reason is quiet today. To give him some food, he'll feel better in a bit. Oh. But yes, we, we, we're here. I don't really. I got a mail on the letter. I really care about it, but he wanted to go, so I'm just here to make sure he's not dead. So. Oh. I didn't even ask you to come with me. Yeah, you just kind of packed along. It wasn't a choice. I kind of had to. Wait, to I do just have to ask. Who's older? Well, while you guys are talking, um, Gallant, roll a perception check. You guys can keep talking. But his eyes, I'm older. Ah. Uh. He may be older, but at least I'm taller. Shut up, bro. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Blow, <laughs> blow, so, so, bro. <laughs> so, Gallert, as you're as you're standing there, um, your eyes are sort of peeled, looking around the room, um, looking out for uh, for the guildmaster, and uh, you do see with a fourteen the you do see like coming out of. Um, the like sort of side room off of this room towards the front um a door opens and then you do see uh with uh a guard in front of them and a guard behind them you see carrick um he's uh he is uh probably close to your height maybe a little bit shorter um eric so he has a long beak 
Um, you see that his feathers are uh, sort of a mixture of black and white. He's got sort of like a magpie coloration to him, um, but his dress is um, very ornate. He's got um, like a cap, sort of like a beret um, that's on his head that's sort of like tilted to the side. And you can see on his uh, waist, um, he, he's carrying a harp. I will say this, um, the, the capacity in which you would probably know Carrick would be like, you know, he may have done like a mission or, or like a some kind of a job for your family at some point in the past as like an adventurer, basically. But he's from, uh, he's from, I would say you probably know this. Yeah, he's originally from Silmarage. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do anything? Uh, I do try to, I do kind of walk Board that direction. I'm not going right up to him just yet. I think. I'm, okay. I'm like a little not nervous, but I'm, I just want to be a little cautious, maybe. Okay. Um, because okay. I don't know if I maybe expected this, but I didn't expect to be so distant from him to start. Mm. Did you distant like um like in your backstory or distant like physically from him? Like physically from him in the physically. Room. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. So you see, because he does as he steps out of the room, you see he's like um, the the two guards that are walking along with him, and he uh, is crossing and stepping towards the the podium. So you know, as you're like next to it, you do see he's stepping up and appears to be preparing to speak. Any any other thing you wanted to? Anything anyone wanted to do? I I would like to thing? find a seat. If okay. Available. Roll. Roll a perception check. Natural one! Every seat's taken. Damn. And actually, there's a lot of people standing. There's a lot of people standing, so you're not by yourself. Um, But yeah, you're, you're like, at natural one, you're, like, walking around and and trying to um, find a a seat, and uh, you think a seat is taken. You actually actually sit down, um, and then you just feel, like, a heavy tap on your shoulder and you turn around and looming over you is this half orc um it's just this like thick great sword behind his back he's just standing there and he goes that's my seat <laughs> i'm like okay uh see ya <laughs> i just, just get back up <laughs> just like you just like <laughs> yeah he just like huffs and then, like, takes a seat just heavily, like, doom, doom, as he sits, crosses his arms in front of him. I'm entitled, I'm not stupid, you know? Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so he has a sense of survival, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, how far is Gallert from us? Roll a perception check. Damn, I'm Eight. blind. <laughs> yeah, you don't see him. Okay. You're Sorry, yeah. Yeah, you look you, you look around, you know, for a second. Um, I want to get just, a point for everybody at the table. Do I roll perception? Uh, like a physical punch or like a like a cup of punch? No, no, I would say um. My God, I would say. Hey yo. Roll a per yeah, roll a perception check. Ooh. <laughs> Minus one. 
you you do you look around you don't see any drinks anywhere you see there are like plates floating around you um that have like different food and uh assortments of like appetizers but you don't see any that have um I... ale sadly it's a good my... thing because you're too broke brother do i have my stuff on me like yeah, you have your yeah, you have your tankard. You have yeah, your tankard. You have your tankard. I pull up my you tankard. have drinks. I you just can't get drinks tankard. for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I pull out my tankard and I try to make more beer. Okay, so you just so you just pull it out and you just make your your flagon just fills with beer. You just hear it as it fills up. Just to confirm, friend, this is on your your bill. Oh. I was like, this is on your bill, yes. My bill? Yes. Sure. Hey, sure it will be okay. on my bill. He's too broke. He can't afford it. Go <laughs> <laughs> well, on Cardos' bill. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Only if we never talk about me losing that arm wrestling match again. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I try to see if I can snag us a few drinks? If it's on his bill. Well, I was gonna... I was gonna use... Roll! My, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. What are you gonna do? Your tank? My jug. And make beer. Oh, yeah. Let me let me pull up your jug oh. real quick. Hold on. I mean, hold you can pay for the jug. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't have this anymore. You, you can pay for it. You can pay for these drinks. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. You could make up to four gallons of beer. Holy so shit. if you wanted to, <laughs> Why? No, I, don't, I don't have this. If have you this. wanted to, you should, uh, what's your name? Cat oh, brother girl? of I mine, uh, we'll eat some you. I think this cat girl's got it going on. I think we should let her order for us. Kill. <laughs> By the way, it means free drinks for me, so I'm in. Wow. <laughs> under your brother's bill. <laughs> Roll a roll a perception check for me, Ebony. <laughs> Nine. Nope. No drinks. God damn it. All right. I'll Don't pull see up any my drinks. Jug. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna pour drinks for everyone? Yes. <laughs> pour drinks. All right. I got All right. So you just there are, there are empty. There's silverware in front of you. Like there's okay. set there's set silverware. So there's glasses. So you can absolutely you can absolutely take your flag in and like you pour a little bit out into everyone's glass. Pour everyone in everyone's glass. Nice. Here's my flag in. Yeah. It's got beer in it. I do a cheers motion. <laughs> cheers motion. Wonderful. I do as well. <laughs> I just drink. <laughs> 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 you know, Amazing. I don't think I got use lots name. Uh, my name is Velbrix. <clears throat> and mine's Ebony. This is Cardos. I'm Iru. We drink. It's lovely to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. Thanks for the nice beer. Cheers. Cheers. As you all clink your glasses, all of a sudden, you hear the call of trumpets. <laughs> Um, we'll just say it carries on for a little bit. And, uh, you see before the, before the podium, um, stands, uh, a bald, 
a tall so first of all uh tall very very built um not like bodybuilder built um but clearly someone who's been through a lot of battles shaved head uh you see a half giant woman with a massive great sword on her back Whoa. and uh, uh another another slightly smaller sword um tucked on the other shoulder behind um behind her she steps up to the podium and she just goes <clears throat> the guild master will speak now she just says it straight her face does not change like she just says it she's just generally giving like major rbf and uh she uh steps back and uh approaching the podium you see the guild master and uh they have uh they they actually yeah, they would just they would just approach the podium and they would take a deep breath and clear their throats <clears throat> brave rift keepers Today I stand before a fellowship of the courageous. Each of you, a, a beacon of valor, has answered the call to safeguard our world from the dangers lurking in the shadows. This is the dawn of a new chapter for all of you. One where your bravery will become a shield for those who cannot shield themselves. There are those who would threaten our hard-earned peace to plunge us back into darkness, and it is you who will stand at the forefront, a bulwark against the encroaching chaos. To our seasoned members, your leadership is a beacon for these newcomers. Guide them with the wisdom that comes from traversing the perilous unknown. In unity lies our strength, and in your hands rests the fate of all those who look to us for protection. Remember that you are not alone. The camaraderie forged in this guild is a light that banishes the darkness. Embrace the challenges with open hearts and let the spirit of hope be your guiding star. May your endeavors be the anthem of tri triumph sung by the wings of fortune. Welcome to the Riftkeeper's Guild, where your bravery shapes the destiny of Adastra. Fly high, brave Riftkeepers, and may your wings Carry you to glory! Um, and the room just like erupts into applause. There were there were a few snickers and some laughter that sort of popped up during the during the speech. Because he really sounds like a parrot. I was trying my best <laughs> to like communicate that. He sounds like a bird. Like a bird speaking like English. And uh yeah, so he uh he steps down um, from the podium, um, and then approaching the podium, you see um, Marybringer, Captain Marybringer, the steward, approach. And she goes, all right, everyone, welcome. You have all been assigned to a party already, based on your specific aptitudes, um, on the paperwork that you filled in when you arrived. And she uh, snaps her fingers, and uh, in your hands, every single one of you, you uh, see a token appear. And uh, it's a kind of like a coin, uh, fits in just like the central palm of your hand. And in every single one of your uh, coins, you see a little crystal icon uh, or, or symbol um, that's etched into it. Or it's like, it's like a raised, yeah, it's more, more like it's raised into the metal. Then she, uh, she brings her arms up and she says, your initiation will begin now. And she snaps her fingers again and... 
boom, 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 boom. Right next to you, going from the front all the way to the back, these golden gateways just appear, and uh, they're just like a, just a swirling black void that's in the center of them. And above each of the doorways, you can see there's like a there's a circle, um, and inside the circle is a different symbol. You see there's a leaf on one of them. There's a there's a like a flame on another. There's what looks to be like a shard of ice, and uh, you do spot uh, the crystal one um, doorway that is uh, on the left hand side of the room. Uh, and then uh, Steward Merrybringer goes, "Good luck, everyone." And uh, we'll see you on the other side.